We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tries to win it. Hang your wins. The Missouri Tigers and the Kansas Jayhawks. Welcome, everybody, to the Border War podcast on the Kansas City Sports Network, presented by 360 Vodka. I'm Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are you? Welcome doing to good. the show, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, doing good. You know, another great week of basketball. Obviously, uh, probably more great on your end than than my end, but uh, another good week of basketball, man. Obviously, this is, we're in the thick of about to get in the thick of basketball season, so it's just good to see good good quality basketball happening right now. Yeah, we're in league play. Uh, I yeah, like to call it. We're we're in the family, so everybody knows everybody <laughs> a little a little like better that. than the non conference schedule. So, um, you know, interesting to talk about these two teams because with Mizzou, you know, we're we're a different feel in this podcast. Mizzou gets a huge win. Uh, against Alabama. We'll talk about Kansas. Um, Kansas started Big 12 play with a win at Oklahoma State. They fall at Texas Tech uh, yesterday. But let's let's talk about Mizzou uh, to yeah. start the, the, the podcast. Um, really interesting just going into this Alabama game when you look at where Mizzou was at prior to this game. And Mizzou had lost by 25 to Illinois. They lost by 27 to Kentucky. That was right before the new year on December 29th. They hadn't played. They had a game postponed with Mississippi State. They did not have Conzo Martin in that game at Kentucky with COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. And they come home and a game where the line was minus 13 and a half, Mizzou, <laughs> and the point line was 148. And the game, Mizzou scores 92 points, uh, wins the game, plays really well, uh, p- puts two halves together, gets a big yeah. win. But I want to throw out a couple numbers here because this is a, a big win for Mizzou, obviously. But if, if you look at Nate Oates at Alabama, who's done a terrific job uh, in his three seasons at Alabama, Nate Oates is now 0-3 at Mizzou Arena. Alabama had won 21 of their last 24 games in the SEC, two of those losses to Mizzou. Oh, so wow. right now, when you look at it, I mean, maybe we should have expected maybe to Mizzou to yeah, give a little sure. bit of a fight. Maybe it's just a matchup thing. Uh, but Mizzou was really good in this game. They were plus 12 on the glass. They hit nine threes. They got to the free throw line. They were plus 10 at the free throw line. They had 19 assists as well. Yeah. Really. And, and the big thing was the starters for, for Mizzou. Um, got a lot of production from their starters. Out of the 92 yeah. points, 80, 87 came from their starters. But let's dive into this, this game a little bit. Um, Alabama, talented team. Um, Jaden Shackelford, Javon Quinterly, those two guys are back. 
Keon Ellis, um, J.D. Davison, their two young freshmen, Noah Gurley. Alabama's a talented team. Uh, they're a team that really likes to space you out. They shoot threes. They play fast. They play with tempo. And really, it was surprising. They went zone. Um, I, I shouldn't say surprising because Mizzou's not been a great three-point shooting team, and they wanted to take away Kobe Brown. But Mizzou did a great job of beating that that uh, two-three zone in that first half, and really kind of shot Alabama out of the zone, yeah. which was very surprising. And man, you know, with with Mizzou having a twenty-point lead in the second half, and Alabama, you knew they were going to make a run. They make a run, cut it to four, and Mizzou is able to close. And yeah. can't say enough about Kobe Brown. We've talked about yeah. him before. 30 points, out. man, he balled out. 9 of 13 from the field. Yeah. He had a couple threes. He was 10 of 11 at the free throw line, 13 rebounds, four assists, a block. He did everything for Mizzou. Uh, Mizzou without two players as well. Amari Davis uh, was out with COVID protocol, so they, they were limited. Um, but, man, got great shooting from Jaron Coleman. We've talked about him before yeah. on this podcast. He hits four threes. Dejuan Gordon, another big guy from K-State. A lot of, a lot of local fans will know him. Uh, he had 15 points, was very efficient, was great defensively. And then the guy that I circled that I think is the guy I'm going to follow all year in terms of I want to see where this kid's at at the end of the year is Trevon Brazil. Yeah, you mentioned him though. You mentioned him a lot. Yeah. Man, he I thought he changed the game with his presence. And Kobe Brown and, and Trevon, Trevon's now starting, and they switch off four and five because Kobe Brown is not a natural five. He's more yeah. of a four. But you have to play him at the five because that's just how Mizzou's going to have to do it. But Teron Brazil was very good protecting the rim. They credit him with three blocks. I want to say he had four. He had, he had a fingertip on one. I don't think he got credit for. But he was great around the rim and, like, straight up contesting shots and really gives Missouri a different feel defensively with his versatility and his athleticism. He's still a little raw offensively, but he's a Conzo Martin guy because he can guard everywhere. And he's very physical. He's gaining more confidence defensively. I thought he was a huge impact in this game for Missouri. So we can talk about Kobe. Um, Javon Pickett was very good. Got to talk about Javon, the senior. Placed 39 minutes. He was very efficient, 7-12 from the field. Didn't force. Great in the mid-range where Javon has, I think, really improved his game a little bit. That's a good win for Missouri to build on. Uh, They go to Arkansas next. And Arkansas is struggling. Uh, They're a team that Coming into this year, I think there was a lot of hype and a lot of you know excitement about in Fayetteville, and they've struggled. Uh, they're not off to a good start in league play. So who knows what, what happens here with Mizzou, but it's a, it's a big win. It's a statement yeah. win. And I do think it sends a message to the SEC that you know, Mizzou did not play well in the Kentucky game. They got blown out. And you kind of wonder, okay, what is this team? You know, they, they lose at home to UMKC, right? And then yeah. here they are winning at home against Alabama, who's one of the better teams in the SEC. Just goes to show you, Jeff, college basketball, man. Yeah. You, you never know what you're going to get. Hey, and you mentioned, I mean, you said it best. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, it's like a box of chocolates. Like, That's uh, right. Brown. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but you got to think about it, man. It's it, it's tough in this game to, you know, judge a team early in the season. I know you mentioned the UMKC loss. I mean, but now you can talk about this M- Alabama win, and that's big for any team's confidence to be able to – be able to turn that tide and, you know, have a, have a upset, you know, with the UMKC and then be able to create an upset with the team like Alabama, you know, uh, being a Missouri fan, you know, that uh, for you to be a, a Missouri fan and all Missouri fans, you know, they should be excited right now for, for their basketball program, for 
for the future of the program. You know, obviously, as a Jayhawk fan, I look at it from a standpoint as obviously, you know, we we talked about that that rivalry really huge. Um, I look at it like, dude, go Missouri, go Missouri. Like it just strengthens again that rivalry that uh, is going to be renewed uh, over the next three years or four years. Um, so, uh, but again, guys, I mean, you got to expect Kobe Brown, like you mentioned. Uh, to play the way that he did, uh, but he had a really great game, you know, a double-double, uh, shot really great from the field, stretched the the floor from the three as well, too. Um, so, I mean, you guys expect that from Kobe, but Kobe had a really great night as well, too. But not only Kobe, but the the, the rest of the supporting cast. And uh, it can't just be Kobe because I think a lot of the time it was uh, just Kobe. Everybody knew what he was going to do. Uh, but for him to have such a big game and then – for him to have a supporting cast behind it that was equally scored out. You know, like I said, Coleman had 18, Gordon had 15, Pickett had 15. I mean, that's a good supporting cast. And if they can continue to to play together and trust each other that way, Missouri's going to be a scary team. And like you said, Brazil, man, I mean, this is a guy that's still figuring out, only played 23 minutes, uh, shot a great field goal percentage, rebounded the ball, shared the ball. I mean, impacted the game in every statistical category that he could and had no turnovers with it as well, too. So had four blocks, like I'm going to give him four blocks. Uh, we'll give him one. one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give him that. We'll give him that extra one, man. But he had no turnover. So this is a kid that is definitely trying to figure it out. And this Missouri team is still trying to figure it out. It's still um, this is about the time where teams start really trying to figure themselves when they get into conference play. So hats off to Missouri, man, because. Um, this was definitely a, a, a the win that they needed, and these are type of wins that can you know get your program turned in a different direction and get those players really buying in to what the coach is really trying to teach. And Jeff, we, we you know you and me were, were fortunate that we were able to play on some really good teams, win a lot of games, you know, compete in March Madness, the NCAA yeah. tournament. You know, this Missouri team. I mean, they were pretty much left for dead in the water after some of these losses, right? Not just the UMKC loss, but let's face it, non-competitive against Kansas, non-competitive against Illinois, Mm non-competitive against Kentucky. So what are you really getting out of the year? And we talked about this last week. Yeah. You know, the last time we talked, it was December. Now we're in January. But you got to get something out of this season. And, you you know, you it's tough. I I can't imagine what it's like to lose a bunch of games knowing – you know, you got no opportunity to compete in postseason. Um, now, obviously, it's still early in league play. Anything can happen. But, you know, the odds are Missouri's not going to be competing in the postseason for maybe. With everything. Maybe. You never hey, know. Well, hey, hey, remember, can, hey, even if they don't win it, up. all you got to do is win the, hey, win the tournament, man. Win the tournament. Yeah, you hey, never know. Hey, w- hey, three, hey, win three games, man. Hey, you dancing. It's true. So you never know. <laughs> you never know. Catch any team on a bad night. Hey. Um, they still be, hey, man, Missouri is building right now. Like yeah. the fact of the matter is, they're building, they're getting better, and they can continue pr- production like that, Jared. Dude, like winning a uh, winning the the conference tournament for Missouri, teams aren't going to want to play them for that, and Missouri's just going to have full confidence to continue to get better if they can keep their mindset on that. Like, hey, yep. even if we don't win it, hey, let's be that scary team that nobody wants to play, and just take it one game at a time. If we can win three games in a row, we're dancing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, I, I think with the growth that we're, we're trying to hit on here with Mizzou, the things that jump out to me in this Alabama game were, yes, they shot it better from three. Yeah. I thought they got way better looks. The ball movement was a lot better. I mean, they, they basically shot a team out of a zone and they, it wasn't all threes. It was yeah. also 
getting the ball to the middle of the zone and letting Kobe Brown hit mid-range 15-footers. Yeah. And so there's there, that's a good sign. That's a positive sign that you're, you shot a team out of a zone that's very good. They were also the balance of both halves. They were very efficient. They got to the free throw line. They attacked. Uh, they closed the game out. They, they took care of the ball for the most part. They had a couple yeah. turnovers late, but that's a good sign. I mean, let's let's give yeah, Conzo Martin a ton of credit, too, like sitting out with COVID, um, not being around his team, hasn't coached, you know, in a little while, and coming off two really bad losses. They haven't played in so long, and to come on your home floor in front of your hometown yeah. fans to get a win like that, uh, yeah, that says a lot. I, I really think that's a, a, a statement win for Mizzou just to show, hey, we're not going to lay down, right? Yeah, and to, for your, sure. to your point, one game at a time, I'll take that fight. I mean, if they go – now, the thing is consistency, right? Can they keep yeah. this up? Can they continue to play at this level? We'll see. Uh, but if they can compete like that night in and night out, and if they do drop a game, if they can compete like that, uh, if they can show more offensively and show more balance and just show more of an identity – I think is what you're looking at for Mizzou yeah. basketball. You'll take that. So it's for a great sure. win. Um, Mizzou goes to, to Arkansas. They come back home the following Saturday. So it's a quick trip. They will host Texas A&M on Saturday. Texas a and is off to a very good start. So a couple of interesting games coming up. Um, yeah. Mizzou, if they can – hey, as you know, you want to take care of, of your home floor. You want to oh, win yeah. games yeah. at home. Especially sneak a couple play. on the road. Sneak a yeah, couple you, on the if road. You, if you can sneak a couple on the road, you're in good shape. Uh, but you got to take care of the home floor. So good win for Mizzou. We'll see where they are. They they, they go to Arkansas on Wednesday. Uh, and let's see if Kobe Brown can stay consistent as well. It's something I'm really going to you know, 30 points, 13 yeah. rebounds, big night. He's got to stay out of foul trouble, and he's got to continue to bring that. And there's some guys talking about Kobe Brown in terms of his development. Uh, you know, Kobe's a junior and he's his scoring output is has taken a huge jump. His rebounding yeah. output has taken a huge jump. I'd like to see him shoot the ball like he was and with with no thinking. He hit a couple threes yeah. in that game and he wasn't overthinking. And sometimes you know this, players some, some when they're missing shots, they overthink. I don't think he was thinking. Uh yeah, he just for let sure. the just game playing. come yeah. to him and he, he looked like he was in a rhythm, he looked like he was in a flow, he was confident. And he never let the foot off the gas that entire game. So that, that's yeah. what you want from your best player. Yeah, you do. And and I'll, I'll add one more if I can to to yep. Kobe. And I mean, you mentioned it. You know, Kobe wanted him to shoot more. Uh, but I think uh, another deal for Kobe to be able to be the best Kobe is again for like his teammates to be able to step up, make plays, hit shots. Uh, that's big because when they don't all the focus is just on Kobe. So teams are helping a little bit more. Uh, Kobe has to be more creative to score, which again, I mean, you still got to be, got to be aggressive, got to be aggressive, but you also want, you know, to, to know that, you know, you can swing the ball to open wing when his man is helping too much and he can knock down that three. And then the next time they play an honest and now you can get to the rim and score, hit the, the mid range jumper if they're backing off. So, um, I hope that, you know, um, Moving forward that, you know, Kobe can continue to get that good. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The supporting cast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Look forward to see what Mizzou shows yeah, in, in Fayetteville. Sure. Um, let's shift let's shift gears and let's, let's talk about Kansas. They they go down uh, first of all two two road games to start league play. Yeah. Um, you know we we talk about the Oklahoma State win, uh, wild game, uh, really one of the more wild games. It was really good to yeah. see David McCormick play play well. Uh, Kansas had a much better second half uh, than they they did in the first half, but able to get a win. Christian Brown was good passing the ball. Um, and again, a, a game where it's tough to go to Stillwater. Uh, we, you know, yeah. I played in Stillwater in the old big 12. Yeah. I gosh, yeah. I'm dating myself, the old big 12, but <laughs> it's still a tough place to play. Uh, so good for Kansas to get a win. Then they go to Texas tech and, you know, new head coach and Mark Adams, but he's been at Texas tech, um, mm-hmm. as an assistant and, you know, very similar identity. I feel like when I think of Texas tech of just a hard nose, blue collar, tough team, uh, they gave Iowa State a really good game yeah. in terms of keeping the game in the 50s. Like, if there's a team that wants to muddy it up and make it kind of ugly, uh, you know, and but still has talent, uh, and mm-hmm. that, you know, and still can still can beat you with their offense. It's Texas Tech without Terrence Shannon. Uh, you know, interesting game. Texas Tech ends up winning this game. Uh, I think Kansas is going to continue to look at that first half. You know, they yeah. they, str- they struggled to make shots. They were much better in the second half. Um, bench production wasn't there probably in this game for Kansas and the game was one in the paint offensive rebounding for Texas tech, uh, was very good. Your thoughts on, on Kansas, uh, losing their second game of the year down in Lubbock. Yeah. Um, you know, that was a tough one. And, you know, you, you mentioned that, uh, to me kind of go back a little bit to that Oklahoma state game. You go back to that game and, you know, speaking from a David McCormick standpoint, you know, he comes off 17 points, 15 rebounds, plays, you know, plays really good. Um, you know, they, they, they just played solid, you know, at Oklahoma State. It was tough, uh, but anytime you can get a win on the road, especially the magnitude of that game and uh, kind of what was behind it with Coach Self's history with the program, um, that's a that was a really big win. And, you know, they come into uh, Texas Tech and uh, it was a little bit different. Uh, you really mentioned if they could take back that first half, uh, you know, they wish they could take that, they could get that back and they had a little bit of a slow start, but, you know, even once the game, you know, kind of progressed uh, throughout the game, uh, they just, the, the Jayhawks really couldn't, you know, close that league. I think they brought it down to four at one point in time or five uh, and couldn't get really over that hump. Uh, but Texas, Texas Tech, you got to, you know, credit them. They controlled the game uh, from the get go. Um you know, uh, CB, Ocha, um, you know, they showed up. Obviously, CB only had 10 points, shot 
uh, four for 10 from the field, didn't shoot the way he normally did. Only 0 for 2. You know, when I see CB going 0 for 2 from 3, again, that just shows me uh, he probably wasn't as aggressive as he could have been. I think CB needs to, you know, average anywhere from four to six threes uh, per game just to make sure he's keeping the the, the defense honest, driving to the basket. Um, but he really didn't couldn't find his rhythm uh, from that standpoint. Uh, Mitch Lightfoot, who's been really great uh, over the past couple of games when they've been trying to get David McCormick uh, going, uh, he really struggled. Uh, I think he only played 10 minutes and he started as well too and uh, had no rebounds, uh, no points. So uh, they were kind of hurting from a big and you got you, you have to credit uh, Texas Tech because they figured it out. They threw it inside. Uh, they got, they made a presence from the inside and played inside out, uh, which made the, the Jayhawks continue to scramble and scramble. Uh, but Ochai, you know, you're looking at Ochai and you got the Jayhawks have to be excited about Jayla Wilson. Uh, hate trying to find, uh, moral victories. I don't really believe in those moral victories, but I do believe that you can find positive positives and negative situations. Although the Jayhawks did lose, uh, they have something to, to, to work with, with, with Jalen Wilson. He played great, uh, 20 points, obviously from a uh, scoring perspective, that's something that the Jayhawks were really looking for him. Six for eight from the field, three for five from three, uh, five for six from free throw. Uh, so that's something that, that they were looking for, for Jalen. Uh, and this isn't typical Jalen. Jalen only had two rebounds. So, you know, Jalen normally yeah. uh, hasn't scored as much as, uh, what he's been scoring, what he scored this last game against Tech uh, throughout the season, but he's rebounded. And I think that's what really hurt, uh, really at the end of the day, what hurt the Jayhawks. They got out-rebounded by 10. Uh, and that's that's kind of the heart of, of Coach Self. He, you know, he really uh, kind of measures, measures his team on toughness on how they rebound the ball. And for them to get out-rebounded uh, by 10 rebounds, they gave up. Uh, 13 offensive rebounds. So uh, those are just second chance opportunities that uh, KU wish they could get back, box out, hit hit your man, go get the ball, two hands, be strong with it. Uh, so the Jayhawks just never really could find their groove. Like I said, Ochai did a good job, 24 points, you know, from uh, kind of carrying his load. Uh, but some of the other guys just, you know, lack. Coach Self, I think they're still trying to find that inside presence. McCormick didn't play as much. 14 minutes. Uh, went one for three from the field. Uh, gave, got, I mean, had six rebounds and four points, so uh, he really didn't get in his groove uh, as well, um, but he tried to rebound the ball with six rebounds, so uh, that's still good for David, but they're going to have to, at the end of the day, uh, they're going to have to find an inside presence, a uh, consistent inside presence to where they can throw the ball in. And I think that's what the Jayhawks are searching for right now. Yeah, I, I look at that points in the paint number where Tech had 44 yeah. to Kansas 18. Yeah. That's something I think that's going to haunt Bill Self because I think that touches to your point on the toughness piece. You know, yeah. I, I, that's going to be a number that – and a lot of those are offensive rebounds and stickbacks just getting extra possessions. You know, and Kansas only loses by two. So you're talking about, yeah. you know, they're yeah. in the game and, and they yeah. really got dominated on the glass. So it's almost yeah. like a there's I'm I'm with you. I don't look for a positive. It's good to take positives and negatives in any game, win or lose. But, you know, I think in a loss, there's no moral victories. But I'm with you on that. I mean, they're they're in the game and there's things to correct. And, and to yeah. see Jalen Wilson with two rebounds and then Mitch, who's you know reliable yeah. rebounder to not get any rebounds. Uh, that's, that's, that's yeah. really that you can't have that at your four and five and Christian yeah. does a nice job on the glass, but 
You know, they, they have to have guys step up and rebound the ball at those positions. And especially in a game like this where I thought Texas Tech, that was part of their game plan a little bit, uh, was, hey, it's almost like in football, right? Winning a game in the yeah. trenches. Yeah, you know, for sure. And like it's instead of it being like a passing game in football, it's a trenches run the ball. And that's kind of what it felt like where Texas Tech was just trying yeah. to dominate in that area. And, and that ultimately was the difference in this game. Yeah. I mean, again, that's that's the way coach self plays. You know, you want to get the ball inside, outside. You want to you want to. That's kind of well, that is a great comparison. You know, getting the ball inside is just like just running it, running it, running it, just run it up, up their throat. So and that's kind of how it is when you just pound the ball inside, man, because uh, it, it, it forces the teams to especially at this level. Are they going to trap the post? What are they going to do? Are they fronting? What what it, it makes them? you know, go to their, their counter schemes. And uh, right now uh, KU's easy to guard. If they don't, if you can shut down their guards and contain their bigs, uh, that's with any team. It's going to be tough for, for them to get off. But luckily, you know, uh, the Jayhawks did have Ochai was still, it's tough to, to shut down um, uh, all three of the guards, especially if Jalen's playing that way. CB didn't have the great game like he normally does, but Ochai was still able able to to do some good things. But I think at the end of the day, Coach Self, uh, they're still searching a little bit. They're still searching a little bit, uh, and, and they'll have to you know take some lumps if they have to to figure out it. But I think you know Coach Self's going to stick with it. I think he's uh, I think he's going to continue to to trust his bigs because I think at the end of the day he's going to think about the big picture and. He's going to need those guys to uh, produce in order to give KU any shot at winning a national championship. Yeah, I, I did want to touch on the two players that I thought played the best. Bryson Williams at Texas Tech, 22 and 8, yeah. uh, 9 of thir- nine of 13 from the field. But Ochai, I'm, I'm glad you hit on him because 24 points on 12 shots. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that is efficient. You like, hey, you like your efficiency, J- hey, Jerry. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm, absolutely. I'm looking at the three, like six, six and nine from three yeah. and four, four at the free yeah. throw line, you yeah. know? And like, that's give that's that a, man, that's a, give that man 24 shots. <laughs> that's right. I mean, man, and that's in 35 minutes. And yeah. I, I, it touches on shot selection too. improvements yep. for Ochai, not taking bad shots. Didn't yep. take a bad one in this game. Uh, let's I do want to touch on Remy Martin too. Cause I know he, he yeah. was kind of a, Game time decision. I know yeah. he's kind of battling back with some injuries. He does give them 12 minutes, only shoots the ball three times. This is another piece of this game for me is let's get Remy healthy and, you know, yeah. get him more acclimated into this this offense and with this team. We You know, we know what Remy can bring this team when he's healthy. So that, yeah. that is another piece. Just I don't I, – I, yeah. I credit him for playing. I don't know yeah. how healthy he was to play in this game, though. You, yeah, and, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that because – I kind of forgot about that to a, to a certain degree. And, you know, you got to credit Remy for, for trying to give it a go. Uh, but uh, I think Remy playing in a game like this when the Jayhawks, and this is what Remy has been doing over the last couple of games. He's really showed that, you know, when the Jayhawks are looking for that bucket, somebody to maybe take that, that wild shot that no other players thinking about taking Remy's been doing a really good job of, I have the confidence to shoot that shot. I know I can make it. I've done that at Arizona state my whole career. So Remy's Remy's done a good job of that. So it would have been fun to see Remy playing in a game like this healthy uh, because uh, he could have been a, a difference maker and maybe helping the Jayhawks be able to get over that hump as far as needing that big bucket that kind of gets the crowd a little bit quiet, 
quiet as far as getting the the players hype and juiced up ready for the next possession. Kansas goes home. Uh, we just talked about winning on your yeah. home court. Uh, Kansas gets to come home, start Big 12 play in Allen Fieldhouse. They get Iowa State. Uh, it's a big one. Uh, there's yeah. been some great Kansas-Iowa State games oh, yeah. uh, in Allen Fieldhouse. So this yeah. will be a good one on Tuesday. Isaiah Brockington's very good, by the way. I, I've yes. seen Iowa State live. Um, he's kind of the catalyst to that team. And, you know, that that uh, whole staff, too, deserves a ton of credit, not just TJ uh, coming over as the, the first-year head coach, uh, Osenberger, but the, also their entire mm-hmm. staff has done a really good job. I mean, I, I always view Iowa State as a team yeah. that just tries to outscore everybody. Yeah. But I, I do think they're a little bit tougher now. I mean, they, they really get after you defensively. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, and Kansas got to come home, take care of their their home court. It's going to be a big one for them. And then they got West Virginia on Saturday, and West Virginia's yeah. having a good year too. And they got a really good scoring guard, top five scoring guard in the Big Twelve, and Tash Sherman. So a couple yeah. of big ones for Kansas. And look, Jeff, this this league, man, I and mean, we talk yeah. about it every year. Yeah. I mean, the Big Twelve <laughs> is solid tough, across man. the board, man. It is a tough <laughs> league. You're talking ten teams, but man, you got yeah. to bring it, especially especially. I mean, I, I think you could say that every year, but for I'm just looking up and down like the, the schedules and there's some really good good teams in this league. And as you know, playing at home, playing on the road, we'll see where we're at come beginning of yeah. March when we're talking about Big 12 outright regular season championships. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, man. <laughs> and and some of these games at the beginning of league play come back, you start thinking, you start looking back. Some of these league games to start league play, you you think about uh, down the road. So yeah. a couple of big ones hey, coming up for for Kansas. Hey, it's funny, man. It's like no no team in the Big Twelve can say, "Hey, we're gonna win the next three games," and like really like just know it, like because yeah. that's how. I mean, not even the next game. I said three games. I mean, the next game is always up for grabs in the Big Twelve, and um, that just goes. I mean, you know, even when we both played in the big 12, it was, it was always a, a strong, tough conference. And sometimes I felt it was, un, uh, we got underlooked or overlooked. Uh, uh, but yep. it's a, it's a tough conference, man. It, it, and it's, uh, to me, it's continued to, uh, to, to grow. And it's going to be interesting, interesting to see what happens fully with the big 12 uh, over the next few years, but uh, it's a, it's a tough conference, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I hate to see teams leave the Big 12 just from yeah. – we, we know that football drives so much oh, of yeah. college oh, athletics, yeah. but I hate it for basketball. And and I hated this in 2012, you know, when yeah. Missouri and A&M left. You know, I, I knew there were other reasons for it. But from a basketball standpoint and from a college basketball rivalry standpoint, I hated it um, for yeah. so many reasons. And I think if you're a Mizzou fan and, and you're thinking solely basketball, like if, that, if it's just basketball, yeah, yeah. Um, then that's when it started and we're seeing it again. And I mean, who knows where we're going to be in five, 10 years with yeah, the way things sure. are going. Yeah, so for sure. we could have, we, we could have another whole entire podcast about the state of college <laughs> no, athletics. And, you know, is it, do you even, my, sure. my brother, my brother asked me the other day is like, what is a college athlete anymore now with NIL no, and real. like, you know, like I'm sitting here thinking like, man, what would we do back in the day? If NIL. <laughs> Was around, man, and well, Lawrence I, I, and Columbia. Man. Whoa, man, yeah, yeah. What would we do? Scary that is to a, think that about. Is a yeah, it's yeah, it's very dang. scary. I don't even man. want to open that box up. Jeez. I know, man. That's, again, <laughs> it's another podcast. It's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for another day. That's right. Hey, before we get out of here, uh, I did want to send a quick note. Um, congratulations to Asia Blackwell of Mizzou women's basketball. She surpassed 1,000 points in her career. Big accomplishment. Awesome. Uh, Big time player for the Mizzou women's program. 
they just got upset uh, over the over the weekend uh, in Fayetteville. But um, you know, very good player at Mizzou. Kind of followed Sophie Cunningham after Sophie left. She was like the next big piece out of St. Louis. Her dad played football at Mizzou. She's had a great career. Uh, so props to her, thousand points. That's a big deal. Awesome. Uh, yes, it is. Shouldn't be shouldn't be overlooked. So congrats to Asia Blackwell. Yeah, congrats to Asia for sure. Jeff, it's great, man. Good to connect. Always, Good to catch up with you. Always. Big game, big games ahead, man. We'll uh, yeah, we'll is. get together next week and, and break it all down. You betcha, man. Appreciate it, man. Enjoy that win, dude. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.